RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Susan Lavender. The top stories. The chief executive faces protests as she starts the year of the pig with a visit to Victoria Park. An investigation is underway after a light rail train and a bus crashed, injuring 25 people. And a U.S. envoy heads to Pyongyang to prepare groundwork for a second Trump-Kim summit. While most of Hong Kong celebrates the start of the Year of the Pig at home, Chief Executive Carrie Lam has been out and about discussing some of the big issues of the day while also facing protests. Timmy Sung reports. The chief executive started the day at Victoria Park just hours after the conclusion of the annual Lunar New Year Flower Fair. She met cleaners who were taking on the mammoth task of cleaning up after the tens of thousands of people who spent Lunar New Year's Eve hunting bargains at the fair. But she was met by a small group of protesters, led by lawmaker Chu Hoi Dick. They chanted slogans urging the government to do a better job of waste management. They want the government to merge the recycling units of the Environmental Protection Department and the Cleaning Division of the Food and Environmental Hygiene Department. Health Minister Sophia Chen, who joined Ms. Slam for the visit, said the two departments were in communication with each other. From there, the chief executive made her way to the airport to greet passengers and staff on one of the busiest travel days of the year. There, she faced questions on some of the key issues of the day. Asked about missing documentation relating to the Shouting to CenturyLink project, Mrs. Lam said the government would be ready to act on the recommendations of a commissioner of inquiry. The commission is preparing a report into the alleged cutting of steel bars at Hongham Station and it's also been asked to look into how inspection documents covering three other aspects of the station project came to be lost. Mrs. Lam also acknowledged that a $500 million payment to the hospital authority to hire staff and pay overtime during the peak flu season would not solve problems in the public health system. She promised to improve primary care so fewer people are admitted to hospital unnecessarily. The MTR Corporation has begun an investigation into what caused the crash between a light rail train and a coach in Hong Soi Kiel in Yunlong yesterday afternoon. One angle of inquiry is that a red light may have been run. 25 people were hurt. Most of the injuries were minor, but two people suffered more serious injuries. The incident took place near Naiwai LRT station. It involved a number 751 train heading from Tinshoi Wai to Yao Oi and a coach that wasn't carrying passengers. The driver of the coach passed a breathalyzer test. The U.S. Special Envoy to North Korea is heading to Pyongyang in the next 24 hours for talks, which could set the agenda for a planned second summit between Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un. The visit comes as a U.N. report suggests North Korea is continuing to defy economic sanctions aimed at pressuring the state to give up its nuclear weapons. From Seoul, the BBC's Laura Bicker reports. The US President Donald Trump has praised North Korea for making tremendous progress towards denuclearization as he prepares to meet Kim Jong-un for a second time in just a few weeks. But this UN report states that Pyongyang's nuclear and ballistic missile programs remain intact. Perhaps more worryingly for Mr Trump, the report suggests that his maximum pressure strategy of imposing strict sanctions on the state may now be ineffective. Sanction monitors found there had been a massive increase in illegal ship-to-ship transfers of oil and coal. 
A group of Latin American countries and Canada have urged the Venezuelan military to support the opposition leader Juan Guaido as interim president. Speaking on behalf of the 14-nation Lima group set up in 2017 to try to find a solution to the crisis in Venezuela, the Canadian foreign minister, Christia Freeland, called for a change of government and immediate delivery of humanitarian aid. We have agreed, and I quote, finally, they, this is the countries of the Lima Group, reiterate their support for a process of peaceful transition through political and diplomatic means without the use of force. Canada's largest cryptocurrency exchange says it's unable to access digital currency worth millions of dollars following the sudden death of its founder, Gerald Cotton, in December. The BBC's Dave Lee has the details. Quadriga was a service that allowed the trade of cryptocurrencies. It was set up by Gerald Cotton and he alone had access to the secure keys that protected the digital coins of 115,000 users. So when he died in December, millions of dollars worth of cryptocurrency was suddenly left inaccessible. According to court filings, Mr Cotton's widow, Jennifer Robertson, had engaged digital forensics experts to try and recover the funds, but with only limited success. The case highlights yet again the immense risk of investing in the mostly unregulated world of cryptocurrency. You're listening to RTHK. The time has just gone five minutes past one. Two men are missing in the Australian city of Townsville, where thousands of homes have been flooded after unprecedented rainfall. Police say a land and water search is underway. Hundreds of people have been moved to evacuation centres as more heavy rain is forecast and further storms approach the area. The BBC's Hyle Griffith has more. More than a 1,000 residents were helped from their homes over the weekend, but the flood levels are still too high to return and assess the damage. A year's worth of rain has fallen here in a week, causing the city's dam to reach more than double its capacity. The floodgates had to be opened, unleashing a deluge and causing chaos. The last major flood here was in 1998. It was dubbed the Night of Noah. This time, too, people are saving what they can, as the rain just keeps on coming. A new study has found that our galaxy, the Milky Way, is warped and twisted rather than flat and stable, as had previously been thought. The research by Chinese and Australian scientists has been published in the journal Nature Astronomy. With more details, here's the BBC's Narish Kaushik. Astronomers created a 3D galactic map by measuring the distances to more than 1,300 large pulsating stars that together reveal the true story of the Milky Way. They found that the disk of stars twists up as it approaches the edges far from the flat shape that scientists have seen in most other galaxies. Researchers believe the effect is probably caused by the Milky Way's massive inner disk unleashing powerful rotational forces. They say the twists are rare but not unique, adding that a dozen other galaxies are known to show similar patterns. Google's parent company, Alphabet, has posted strong quarterly earnings, but rising costs at the tech giant meant its share price fell. Just days after Facebook posted record profits, Alphabet recorded a rise in revenue to more than $39 billion, up 22% compared with the same period a year ago. The BBC's Michelle Fleury is in New York. 
Most of that growth was fueled by Google's advertising business, which accounted for $32.6 billion of Alphabet's overall revenue. But the company is also paying more to support its advertising business. The money it spends to get companies to place ads rose to $7.4 billion during the quarter, up from $6.5 billion a year ago. Investors were spooked, sending its share price down more than 2% in after-hours trading. Sport now and football, Liverpool wasted another chance to extend their lead at the top of England's Premier League. A subpar performance from Jurgen Klopp's men was punished in a 1-1 draw at West Ham. Here's how the BBC's John Murray saw the goals. Milner down the right. Ball into Mane! Mane turns and scores! Terrific finish! Smart stuff from Liverpool! Edge of the six-yard box! One touch to control it! Shoots in on the swivel, and it's West Ham nil, Liverpool one. Free kick is tapped, Snodgrass, then back to Anderson. Now the shot from the angle is in! Antonio scores! It's 1-1! And he's galloping his imaginary horse off towards the corner flag, Mikel Antonio. He's enjoyed that one. It's West Ham one, Liverpool one. Simple as that. Manchester City can now go top with victory at Everton on Thursday morning, Hong Kong time. The Australian racehorse trainer Darren Weir faces a lengthy ban after deciding not to contest charges brought against him for the possession of equipment used to deliver electric shocks to horses. Police seized four of the illegal taser-type devices at the Melbourne Cup winner's stables on the 30th of January. Royal Victoria stewards want Weir disqualified for four years. However, assistant trainer Jared McLean will contest some of the charges he faces. And now to end the news, our top stories once again. The chief executive faces protests as she starts the year of the pig with a visit to Victoria Park. And an investigation is underway after a light rail train and a bus crashed, injuring 25 people. And a US envoy heads to Pyongyang to prepare groundwork for a second Trump-Kim summit. The news from RTHK. Inspired by music lovers. Uncle Ray Kadira with a superb balance of vocal and instrumental classics from the last six decades, including the obligatory Solid Gold Elvis track. Or two. You'll hear treasures you may have missed. Rock and roll, swing and smooch your way down memory lane with Ray Kadiro, 10 till 1, weeknights on Radio 3. Drivers and passengers should wear seatbelts after boarding. Traffic accidents may happen no matter how short the journey is. The law stipulates that drivers and passengers of private cars, taxis, and public light buses must wear seatbelts if they're fitted. Offenders are liable to a fine of $5,000 and imprisonment for three months. If you board a bus and there is a seatbelt fitted on your seat, you should wear it too. 
The Lunar New Year fireworks display will light up the sky over Victoria Harbour on February the 6th. Starting at 8pm, the display will be visible